You may have invaded my mind and my body, but there's one thing a Saiyan always keeps. His pride! Yes, nerds, that's right. We are talking about Vegeta on this week's episode of the Irreverent Nerds Podcast. Stay tuned for more. I'm Richard. And I'm Will. And together we're... The, the Irreverent, Irreverent Nerds! Alright, nerds. Nerds. We are here in the home of Mr. Zach Williams. That's me. Zachary Williams. What is your... You probably don't want to tell this to the world, but what is your middle name? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Nobody wants my identity anyway. That's a long middle name. My middle name is. It's also Edward. his favorite song. I, I agree. <laughs> my middle name is Edward. That's right, Zed. That's why I call you Zoo. Zed. Zed sometimes. Zoo. 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 Yeah, he's a zoo, which is. Uh, yeah, it's like a. No, never mind. I'll leave that one alone. I'm a caged animal. It's a caged animal. So, uh, we are here to talk about Dragon Ball Z. Mr. Williams has graciously agreed to have us back. And this time around, we are all sitting around the same table. I forget why we had to do Zoom last time. Because Will's fucking ass was sick. <laughs> Damn. He tried to get, kill the world with his COVID. Was that when I had COVID? <laughs> I think so. You, you had some kind of, it probably was COVID, but you had some kind of illness. So yeah, that's right. That's right. Because we were going to do this the last time. And then, yeah, I forgot about that. Or at least my wife did. I don't know. Somebody, somebody we in your house quarantined. was sick and we didn't want it. So. I just remember yeah. your microphone was I didn't towards the end of the episode. <laughs> oh yeah. I can't forget the, the time you <laughs> told Richard, yeah, turn that guy off. <laughs> <laughs> I see how it is, Zach. <laughs> You're like an early 2000s cell phone going through the mountains. <laughs> Why did I put that in my mouth? Yeah. This thing is so chewy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for some, yeah, for some reason, Will's computer hates Zoom uh, and, and hates the internet because it, it just continually gives us problems. But uh, we're back here doing this again, number one, because we're all friends, and we just like hanging out with one another, and it's fun. And also, like for my part, I, I love learning about something that you guys both care about, Dragon Ball Z. And and tertiary reason, uh, to date, the most popular episode they ever recorded is the one where the three of us got together to talk about mm -hmm. Dragon Ball Z. Hell so yeah. we're here again. So, But that's, that's secondary to the fact that I just love both you guys and love hanging out with you. It's because the internet loves Zach. That's true. Yep. He is very lovable. <laughs> Not historically, only for the past two years, maybe. By the way, Zach, uh, right here at the beginning, because not everybody listens all the way through, sadly, but I want to give you a chance to plug your business here in town. So for anybody who's listening in the Piedmont Triad region, what do you do, man? Well, my name is Zach, and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> no, I... Uh, I'm Zach. I own. Uh, I'm the owner operator of the Struggle Bus. It's a mobile uh, coffee and espresso bar 
um, and bakery. And we travel around Winston-Salem and surrounding cities and areas with um, just making good drinks. Uh, really cool. We just finished our first year of business. We uh, won Best Drink of the Carolina Classic Fair, which is the second largest fair uh, in North Carolina. Um, interestingly enough, there were several admissions, uh, alcoholic smoothies, um, all kinds of cool shit. But the struggle bus is apple pie macchiato. Uh, took home the prize. Um, it was really cool. I got interviewed in radio stations. I was in the newspaper. I was um, shouted out on several social medias. It was, it was a lot of fun. I, I really love what I do. I get to meet a lot of cool people every single day. Um, yeah, it's, I, it's a dream come true. You know, I get to do what I love and love what I do. Um, January's rough, so if you're in the Winston-Salem area, come see the Struggle Bus. <laughs> Yeah, which Will did this morning, right? Mm-hmm. I was closed. Checked out the, 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 yep. oh. <laughs> the Cardinals, he was locking up. Uh, did you go to Be Kind? We did. Did you tell him that I sent you? We did. Awesome, man. Those are awesome people. What'd you get? We got the uh, Christmas tree frappe. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. It was good. Good. What did it taste like? Christmas tree. <laughs> that does not sound great. I'll well, Christmas honest. tree cake. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, good. Good. Well, cool. So yeah, and you're on Instagram as well. Did you already plug that? I did not. You We're, did not. You can find us on Instagram at uh, the Struggle Bus WS for Winston Salem. Um, we post at least once a day a story or a post. Uh, we have random contests. Actually, the big thing going on right now is. Uh, uh, this Saturday, January 14th, we're hosting a 5K for my birthday. Uh, it's a walk. There's also a one-mile walk for the losers that want to walk, like my mom. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, if you want to show up around 1030, we'll be at Bailey Park. Um, I don't know when this will air. Probably air after my birthday. But uh, in that case, we had a lot of fun without your ass, uh, <laughs> listener, <laughs> wherever you are. <laughs> Yeah, well, so I guess I'm gonna be a loser that day. <laughs> to, the, to the one, are you gonna come? I don't know, but I'm just joking because no. he's gonna, I'm he's not gonna, gonna do a probably, 5K. Probably won't, probably won't. <laughs> if you come this in, that boy I, needs to start out a little bit. I think we're all fat boys here. Yeah, yeah. I'm a well, 280 you know pound I mean. man. Will yeah. if I can run a 5K, anybody can. <laughs> well, maybe Zach's you can knees can run a 5K. Anyone's knees can. Do what? SF Zach's knees and back can run a 5K yes. than anyone's knees and back. You, the can trick, run a 5K. you don't tell you the trick to run a 5K of being fat. <laughs> well, I assume it's build up your leg strength. No, no, no. The trick to run a 5K when you're a fat guy is to hate yourself. <laughs> well, you have to. Just like, you do. You're just like, I'm punishing myself. Or you just not really hate yourself. I'll be honest. I hate running. I do. I hate Why are you this. doing this? <laughs> because 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 I force myself to do something hard, so that when I do other things that are hard, um, it's not as hard. Yeah. So like if I do the like for example in 2021 I did a uh, a, a a half marathon at 280 pounds in the rain in circles for 55 laps. It was not fun at all. But if I didn't do that. I probably wouldn't have had the courage or the confidence to start the struggle bus. 
I got confidence True. in Jesus. I have confidence in my friends and my family. I have confidence in what things I've accomplished. But like, there's a difference whenever you really come face to face with like hard shit and decide to like push through, and that makes it easier for you to do other hard shit in the future. Yeah, and that's why I run. It's not because I'm like Mr. Fit. I mean, I'm trying to get it under 50 minutes. Well, if you go out there and walk a 5K, you'll probably do it in 50 minutes. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, you know, it's 20 minute miles. You know, basically, you know. Walking speed is like 17, 17 minute miles. You Maybe know. it just sounds intimidating. I've been in some K's, but I think mine were mostly three K's. Yeah, like five like K translates to what? Three point one miles. Three point one miles. I knew it was three point something. So yeah, if you're in the Piedmont Triad region, so where is it starting out again? Like what? Bailey the, Park. Bailey Park at what time? Uh, ten thirty a.m. January fourteenth. Will there be coffee there? January fourteenth. <laughs> there, there's a really cool coffee shop which I'll shout out as well. Debean, they sell oh, yeah. the, they sell coffee from the same supplier we do. Amazing Dubin. coffee shop. Yeah, Debean. They have a vegan bakery as well, uh, which typically I'm not high on vegan vegan stuff, but uh, you know there are people out there that are. Um, so, yeah. Struggle bus a lot of fun. Running sucks, but it makes you a better person. Um, I yeah. actually like to run. Yeah. So, yeah. Really? Well, I come did not know this about you. Uh, I I wanted to do track in school, but I went to a private school, so they didn't have track. <laughs> <laughs> they probably didn't have much of anything. <laughs> Maybe basketball. No, <laughs> no, they didn't. No. <laughs> in, in, they didn't have enough people for intramurals either, probably. Maybe think, maybe some three on three basketball or something. There's there's a lot of like cool things you can do in Winston now. Just starting out, like this one's a good one to start out with because there's no very low pace. There's no entrance rate, entrance fee. Uh, there's no registry. You just kind of try it out. You could run, walk a little bit. Like the way my wife does five Ks is she does sprints from distance to distance oh, okay, cool. and then walks to catch her breath and sprints. So like there's all kinds. Of, she'll probably do way better than me. Uh, she's just that's just her. Her oper- standard operating procedure is better than me, so, you know. Um, but, you know, there's, some, there's, there's a couple guys there that I think could get, like, a sub-20 minute, maybe even potentially sub, like, 18-minute uh, 5K, so. Oh, I just remembered. I have plans Saturday, so no, I, I won't be there. <laughs> is it early morning? It's 10.30 in the morning. Okay. <laughs> That's early for Will, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no, it's not. Well, okay. I it depends on the day. The depends on the day. Don't well, this will this will post after I Saturday. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, this is this is coming down on the 18th. So. My in-laws want to take me out <laughs> to a you, restaurant. Why do your in-laws want to kill you, Will? <laughs> your in-laws don't want. I thought town, you were good to your wife. <laughs> in some other city. What did I say? You said your in-laws want to take you out. Yeah. And there was a, preg- oh. a pregnant pause after that. I heard Bruce Willis. He's coming. So, well, they want to go to a restaurant out of town for some reason. So, what restaurant? Cheesecake Factory. Oh yeah, Greensboro. That's a good yeah. one, man. They got no, some they, good food. They don't like Greensboro. There's one in Winston now. There is. Yeah. There is. Where? Where? It's on uh, Trade Street. Well, oh, that's Cheesecakes by Alex. Oh wait. I don't like. Them oh much. yeah, you're right. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. They're not great. Oh, I was uh, happy for a second when you got me out of going to Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's one in Greensboro. It's right in downtown Greensboro. It's not bad. Um, the Cheesecake Factory. I'll I've tell you what. never been there. I've had their cheesecake, but not at the restaurant. I had a recently a, a really pleasant experience at a restaurant, uh, Fratelli's. Mm. Uh, I know it's Pretty like good. a, a Winston-Salem staple. It's over in Olda. 
Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got the big cow out front. Mm-hmm. It's an mm-hmm. Italian steakhouse. Um, we went there. Oh from, yeah, that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went Driven there. Driven past it. I don't know how many times. Never been there. It's very expensive. It's not okay. actually. It wasn't as expensive as I thought it'd be. It's like fifty a plate, or about yeah. Yeah. Roughly. So like, we we went there for my wife's birthday. Um, I I did not looking from the outside and seeing how long it's been there. I thought it was gonna be like a. No offense to you guys, but like a Gen X hangout spot where like, <laughs> you know, these dudes who like secretly beat their wives and like drive drunk on the weekends, like go hang out. That's not the you impression know. I got at all from that restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> so. At, at least as far as the generational thing, I, I could, I, I think I was probably assuming something similar, although not necessarily about the beating their wives part, <laughs> but, but the age the age group, yes. <laughs> I don't have a lot of love for the Gen X crowd. No offense, guys. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just barely a millennial, like yeah. technically. So I'm out of Gen X territory. I claim to be part of the boomerang generation. The boomerang, you come around. Yeah, go right back home because there's no money. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is fantastic. I'm having lots of fun. We should probably. Talk but yeah, about yeah, we're more. we're not we're not here to talk about our our lives because you guys. We'll be bored AF. <laughs> no, our lives aren't that bad. They're pretty cool, actually. But we are here to talk about Dragon Ball Z. And uh, so, in preparation for this episode, we watched two of Zach's, actually, Zach's top two favorite episodes of Dragon Ball Z. So let's see, we had, all right, Vegeta's Pride, episode what, 229, if I remember correctly? Yep. yep. And then episode 86, The End of Vegeta. And we watched him, at least Zach and I did in that order. Will, did you get a chance to catch up with either of those this afternoon? Or? Yes. Um, I got a, I got on Crunchyroll and I watched uh, Vegeta's Pride. I didn't watch Vegeta's End, but I've been playing Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, the video mm-hmm. game. And so. I finished the Namek saga, the Frieza saga in the video game, so... It's pretty close to Kim. Yeah. There's a little added in the game, but, like, it's pretty close. Oh, man. So, I just had this this flash of inspiration. My brain made a connection to Final Fantasy and the Sephiroth song, and then oh Kakarot. Gosh. I can't believe he just said Sephiroth. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're like, ha, ha, Kakarot. Is that blasphemous? It's, so for those of you that it's are, random, <laughs> hey, my brain is random. I'm, my brain is produces random shit. Um, but that's hey, at least they're both Japanese though. So it was like in the same ballpark, not the same section of the ballpark, but the same ballpark. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, so. I guess we'll go in the order. These are like jumping off points for our conversations. We're talking about the episodes, and Zach, we're going to talk to you about why they're your favorite episodes. So sure, we'll start with the first one in, in reverse order in terms of when they came out chronologically, Vegeta's Pride. So tell us a little bit about why you love this episode. Well, in my opinion, and this is going to be controversial, uh, Will, I expect you to give me some pushback, but there's only three characters in the entire Dragon Ball franchise that have any character development at all. Vegeta, number one. Gohan, number two. And Krillin, number three. Mm-hmm. Oh, you agree? I was wondering if you were going to mention Krillin. Oh, yeah, man. The dude goes from, like, like really trying to, fuck it, I'm going to get married and have the kids. 
Well, he had some more development in, in Dragon Ball Super, but... But it was kind of leading into more of the fuck it, I'm going to have some more kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, so the reason why Vegeta's Prize is my favorite is because you had this guy who, from the beginning of the series, was a bad guy. He was coming to wish for immortality, to destroy the Earth. And the reason why he wanted immortality is because he was enslaved to Frieza. He didn't want immortality to be a bad guy forever. He just wanted to find enough power to defeat Frieza. He hated where he his origin story so much. He hated himself so much that he did not think that he could surpass Frieza. So he wished for he wanted to wish for immortality so he could go and defeat Frieza, therefore being free from the tyrant's reign. Flash forward. Finally, Goku kills Frieza which forces Vegeta to then um, search for new identity and purpose in life. No longer is he this, uh, this tyrant's lapdog. Now he's got to find a new place in life. So he gets married to an earth woman. He, gets, um, uh, he has a son named Trunks. Um, and when we build up, you know, Vegeta is a classic Enneagram 8. You know, he needs somebody to fight. <laughs> He needs a bad guy. So in his mind, he sees Goku, who's like the main you know, protagonist of Dragon Ball Z, to, he sees him as, as like his adversary. So Goku, like, he, he, he killed Frieza. He freed Vegeta from that slavery. He didn't necessarily defeat Frieza, or didn't, excuse me, Goku didn't necessarily defeat Vegeta on Earth back in the early Saiyan saga, but Goku wrecked him pretty bad surpassing Goku's limits and surprising Vegeta enough to injure him. And then Goku continues again and again. Goku's son kills Cell with Goku's help, while Vegeta and his son were wrecked by Cell. Um, over and over and over, Goku rises to the occasion and Vegeta falls, um, therefore building an animosity in his heart towards Goku. So, so because he's an eight and he just needs somebody, he doesn't know how to necessarily express his emotions... I saw a really cool meme recently on a side note about Enneagram 8s. So Enneagram 8s would rather, uh, instead of sharing with you how much they love you and how much they appreciate you, they'll break into your house, wash your dishes, and leave a $100 bill in your kitchen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I feel that. <laughs> but, so. So you're saying that Vegeta's going to break into Goku's house and do his dishes? He's like, I will love you whether you want me to or not. Hmm. There'll be a whole episode of him yelling, not! <laughs> <laughs> so, oh yeah, you guys told me about that. I was like, wow, they, they went for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot cooler when you're a kid, man. Okay. Oh, <laughs> it makes sense. Hey, I went back and watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the, yeah. the, the 80s series as an adult, and I was like, the writing is terrible no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I loved it as a kid yeah, yeah, like, yeah. but then they were they were writing for kids so it's like oh the stupid kids they wouldn't know any different they'll just buy the toys still my favorite shirt you have is that shirt. oh yeah yeah I get a lot of comments on that actually what just happened to my camera oh you got a notification bah. it's still recording though you see the blinking red light so we're, we're using for those of you who are listening just on audio we, we are using Will's <laughs> Will's uh, phone to record video which will be released later <laughs> um, 
This will be raw and uncut, so unless there's something really bad, I'm probably not going to edit it Uncircumcised. Out. Uncircumcised video. Uncircumcised heathens. The Philistines. You want South Park. <laughs> I never got into South Park, but back, back to... That was the title of one of the films. Uncircumcised, uncircumcised Philistines? Uncut and Uncircumcised, or something like that. I don't know, maybe I'm... I didn't see it. Anyway, <laughs> what were we talking about? Vegeta's Vegeta. pride. So, so then, um, go you know so so Goku dies saving the world, and Goku's son Gohan defeats the bad guy, uh, stripping Vegeta, this royal prince who was supposed to be the savior of his people, from the opportunity to save his people. Right? What's the funny man? <laughs> Sorry, just you paused after stripping Vegeta. I'm like, okay. Junior high brain. Speaking of uncircumcised. <laughs> so, uh, the... Um, you're going to edit this, right? <laughs> <laughs> Only if I have to. <laughs> so, um, so then, then um, hold on, man, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my, my junior high brain distracted Zach. <laughs> I hope they, everyone at home is having as much fun listening Actually, to Actually, I don't know if junior boys are making jokes about stripping, but they might be. Hmm. So. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I was a very sheltered. I, uh, boy. We did. You did? Okay. Yeah. Well, that was yeah. private school. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> We're killing Zach over here. <laughs> we have totally thrown him off. <laughs> I don't remember where you were either. So yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So so anyway, so take Vegeta again. So he his he he his his identity was built in being Frieza's lackey. Then Goku freed him from that. He resented Goku from that. Then he wanted to resume his his rightful place as the Saiyan prince, but he couldn't because there's no Saiyans left, and the ones that are are stronger than him. So continually, his identity that keeps building up keeps falling, falling, falling. So then. After Goku's gone and dead, Vegeta fr- trains and trains and trains. Because one day he's going to die and he's going to go to the afterlife and he's going to face Goku again. So after a time period, I don't remember what it was. could have been six, could have been eight years. I can't remember. Um, they, it gets announced that Goku gets to come back for one day. And so they decide to hold a... I mean, you know, you've been gone for six years. You come back. I mean, if it was me, I'd be like, you know, no, no offense, guys, but like I'm gonna need some time with my wife behind some <laughs> locked doors. So, but that's not what Goku wanted to do. He decided instead to hold a world martial arts tournament. You know, that's a interesting marriage. I don't even know how he has two kids. <laughs> well, yeah. But but I, I've derailed. We derailed you enough. <laughs> yeah. So. So Vegeta now sees it as an opportunity to uh, confront his rival and fight him and see who's stronger after all these years. And it's built up that Goku and Vegeta don't fight in the finals. But then, like, people get involved, some bad guys get involved. Ultimately, a wizard comes in, starts taking people's minds over and enslaving them for his purpose. Talking those wizards. Yeah, them fucking wizards. And it's kind of funny, this is bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Uh, anyway, but Bobbity's the wizard's name, right? Yeah, and he said, "Was his dad's name is Bibbity?" Yeah, and they're trying to resurrect a guy named Boo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bibbity Bobbity Boo. I don't remember what that's from, but I don't know Bibbity Bobbity. Uh, probably something a demon. Some, some kind right. of Magic children's words. song, which yeah, children's songs are weird sometimes. Mm. You know, like babies falling out of 
Yeah. Falling out of trees. Ashes, political ashes, 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 ashes. fall down, yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lullabies, am I right? Yeah, so... <laughs> so, all that was built up to why... What happens in this episode? So, they're going, they're fighting the evil wizard, and the wizard takes the darkness inside of people and manipulates it against them, take over their mind. Well, Vegeta has all this darkness from when he was a slave to Frieza... And but he's he's trapped it in his mind. I'd say Vegeta's like eighty seven percent good at this point. But still at thirteen percent this like still in there. That's very specific. I just you know, I've given it a lot of thought. Some scientific experiments. Uh, yeah, he did, Zach he, the mathematician. He, he did his math and you know, like it's like okay, he did this, he said this, you know, that's that's ten points off. That's it. Okay. Yeah, there you go. See? Yeah. He he gets it. Eighty seven percent. So he, um, um, but this wizard interfering with everything fucks everything up for Vegeta. So he decides he's going to give in to the wizard's mind control, right? Just for the sake of being able to fight Goku. So he does. And then the wizard taps in all the bad. And so Vegeta gives in to the bad just enough to where the wizard uh, can, can push more bad. So Vegeta kills a bunch of people in a massive explosion that wrecks like an eighth of the arena. Uh, and just to show that he wasn't playing around, he did it again, narrowly missing his own family and Goku's family, which infuriates Goku. And Goku transforms to Super Saiyan and says, all right, motherfucker, you want to play? Fuck around and find out. So Vegeta said, all right, I'm going to fuck around and find out. So Goku says, um, transport us somewhere else. And then the Supreme Kai jumps in and says no Goku which is like the god of their universe like he's the ultimate authority on like life and death and he steps between Goku and Vegeta and the only time in the entire series where like Goku like isn't the righteous hero he puts his hand up and is about to assault the Supreme Kai to the point the Supreme Kai is like oh shit I don't want no smoke it's like he means it yeah, so he backs down, and Goku and Vegeta are transported somewhere else for them to settle their feud. And the, the, the Kai says something like, um, the universe is more important than this meaningless scuffle between you two. And Vegeta loses it. He's meaningless. My pain, you know, Vegeta took everything personally, as an eight should, right? <laughs> you know, meaningless. My, my pride is not meaningless. And Goku, or Kakarot as he calls him, has trampled that pride over and over and over again. And I'm not going to take it anymore. Was well, he said, the Saiyan never loses his pride. Yeah. So Bobbity tries he to... Goes Super Saiyan. Yeah. So Bobbity tries to convince Vegeta to kill the Supreme Kai. And Vegeta says, no, I'm going to quarrel with the Supreme Kai. My issue is Goku. So fuck you. You're not controlling my mind. I used you to get to where I'm at. Now you got to think. Bobbity's magic's pretty strong. I mean, Deborah, who's literally advertised as Lucifer, the king of hell, is under Bobby's magic spell. Now, for one thing, Bobby's the only character that can actually move his fingers, too. What? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we were talking earlier. <laughs> the yeah. animators didn't want to bother to animate fingers, so everybody always says their fists clenched. Uh, yeah. Right? yeah, it's hard to draw <laughs> so fingers. Bobby is so powerful that he's able to actually move his fingers. <laughs> the only fingers you see moving the whole episode. I didn't it's no, true. I noticed it's that. True. That's it's not true. what I picked up. I should, as a cartoonist, <laughs> I feel ashamed that I didn't see that. It's not the you only episode. Also, you also noticed that whenever you want, well, not whenever, but like, 
Half the time when people are talking, it just shows their back, or it shows the other character, so they don't have to animate the mouth. Well, that's because it goes through multiple different versions. So, like, there's a... My gosh, what is wrong with you? But there's, uh, there's like, the English dub, English sub, the Japanese OG. Then there was, like, a weird, like, abridged version that came out for a while where they kind of broke it down and it's, like, doing it fast where they cut out random things. Yeah, Kai. Yeah. So, um, so they shorten the episodes or like combine two episodes together by like shortening those like gaps that you were talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, they in the original I, I commented on that is like they don't have a problem with just like sitting with emotions and tension for long periods of time. It's like I feel like it took. It took an entire episode for the characters to say things that in other cartoons would probably be said in like five minutes. Yeah. Like, so I was like, but there's like build up, build up, show his face like pulsating. You know, what? What is it? Well, do you know like why did why did why does anime do that? Like, what's up with the pulsating face? We're like, <sighs> well, you know? I don't really know the origins of that. I don't know if like it came from the influence of. Osama Tetsuka or where that came from I just know that seems to be the stereotype in manga to show bulging veins when a character gets upset it must be cultural or something I get I mean obviously no one's face can actually do that so it's like an exaggeration but like it's interesting that a lot of anime does that no but I have a great idea yeah, what's your idea? Hey, YouTubers, here's a homework assignment for you. Yeah. In the comments below, please yeah. tell us why they do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's a nerd out there somewhere that knows the answer to that. These these three do not. Yeah. I'm a nerd. I'm a hell of a nerd. But I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> He's a nerd that wants to fight the other nerds. Yeah. <laughs> Nerdita. Nerdita. <laughs> <laughs> so uh what did you think of the episode i guess you were just talking about that weren't you yeah i wanted I, to know though yeah, it's your first ever episode yeah. of dragon ball z that's right yeah like even though we talked about the series i had not watched any the first time that we talked yeah dragon and, ball gt episode one does not count <laughs> well my, my first exposure to dragon ball at all was the the movie that you and i went to oh, see good. and reviewed because it uh, looked really sad if gt was your first introduction no yeah, i've not seen any <laughs> gt um but yeah this no was no my you first... saw the first episode i did and you were complaining about wait how boring it was and then who is master roshi it doesn't matter. Anyway, okay, so maybe <laughs> he, he blocked it from his memory. Ladies <laughs> it and was gentlemen, that bad. it was that bad. Dragon Ball GT has a rough start. It gets there. I honestly moment. don't remember that. That's funny. Um, but anyway, so this is my first episode of Dragon Ball Z, and uh, I will say between the two that we watched, I, I liked episode eighty six better mm-hmm. than this first one. But I think part of that's because, like, you know, I'm kind of jumping in at episode two twenty nine, so I'm I'm not privy to any of like. Other than what you guys have shared with me, the build-up between the characters, the subtext that's going on. Um, so for me, it wasn't as interesting because it's just a lot of silence and them staring at one another and like Vegeta going, you know. And <laughs> um, so that wasn't as interesting. But there's more. There's more dialogue and uh, more cutscenes and stuff, more flashbacks in the other episodes. So I found that one more interesting, just yeah. purely from like just examining it as an episode in its own right. Um, but I imagine if I had watched 228 episodes prior to 229, it yeah. would have had a, a lot more weight. 
Yeah, yeah. I think uh, episode eighty six. You see, both episodes are Vegeta at his most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes in, sense. The, in the whole series, in my opinion, um, you know, maybe you could say the episode where he blows himself up. Um, yeah. he's pretty vulnerable then, but there's the but, I guess, but like you don't really see all of Vegeta when he blows himself up. You, you get. You only see pieces of him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you so like. It's but, a piece of him over there. Piece of him over here. <laughs> so oh. like, I flash flash forward. So Vegeta and Goku fight. Mm. Uh, Vegeta cheap shots Goku and then he goes to try to fight Majin Buu by himself he can't beat him because Majin Buu regenerates mm. so he decides to try to blow uh, so Majin Buu is the Wolverine of Dragon Ball well if Wolverine sort of. was a piece of bubble gum <laughs> <laughs> this is true words <laughs> so he decides to try to blow himself up in a massive like radius in order to try to like kill every cell Ah. But it didn't work ultimately. But there's a really interesting monologue Vegeta has where he talks about how he can't believe you know he can't believe he was searching for his identity and he even took a son and an Earth woman as a wife and like you know and all these things were, were like things that that ultimately humbled him. But uh, he doesn't speak of it in a sense of humbling. He speaks of it in a sense of almost thankfulness. Hmm. And he needed to see if it was real, and that's why he decided to fight Goku. And sacrifice all those people. He knew he could bring them back with Dragon Balls. Hmm. So he 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 kills those people and he goes bad for a second because he knows it can all be fixed. Hmm. It sucks. It'd be traumatic for those people who just died. Like yeah. But like he's like it'll be it can be fixed. I need this right now. I need to make sure that I'm not that bad guy. Hmm. And so he delivers the ultimate sacrifice and blows himself up to kill Majin Buu. Um, it's really interesting dialogue and you know and he. Uh, very touching moment with him and his son, but um, the reason why that episode is my favorite is because knowing everything led to him, it's such such a shock with Vegeta and Goku. I mean, I feel like the the show is watched through Gohan's eyes. I feel like if 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 any member of the Z team or Z squad or whatever you call it was 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 the was the the eyes that the audience is watching through is Gohan's, because he's in every story, you know, and he's in every fight. Um, he's either a spectator or a com- combatant. Um, yeah, and in this one, now you mentioned that, like, for most of it, he's like, what's going on? You know, he had that look mm-hmm. on his face of like, like, dad, what are you doing? Like, what the, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, what? so yeah, so he was like, shocked for, I guess, from both sides. Mm-hmm. You know? so, yeah. Speaking of which, you, your first introduction to Dragon Ball was the theatrical movie Superheroes. Uh, how do you feel going back in time and seeing Gohan as a kid? Was that jarring? Oh, like the uh, one when we watched 86. He, he didn't feature very prominently in, in that episode, so I didn't get, get a big taste of him necessarily. Um, but seeing him, I guess, as a teenager, more or less, in 229. Like, he's definitely yeah, his, young, he's his younger self. Like, in 229. Yeah, like 17, 18. Um, and same... I didn't seem jarring, like, but, but again, like, that's probably, part of that's probably because he didn't feature as prominently in the other one we watched when he was, like, what, seven or, six or seven or so. Seven, between six and eight. Yeah. Other than just, like, facial reactions, like, I mean, he was in it a lot, but, like, he didn't say much. 
who's just mm-hmm. kind of reacting to the dialogue and the fights with Frieza and and which maybe that's a good transition to the other episode because we sure. don't want to spend our entire podcast <laughs> talking about just the one. Um, so episode eighty six, uh, the end of Vegeta. Um, so if you guys can share. Um, What's meaningful about that episode? I actually have a question for you, Will. I have a question for you. Well, let me cast mine first. That's all. <laughs> okay. I so, like, The End of Vegeta is one of my favorite episodes. The monologue he delivers is great, but is it on your top ten? Uh, I'm not really sure. I mean, um... For me, Dragon Ball Z, the most memorable story arcs are the Saiyan and Frieza saga um, and the and the Android saga. I think for me, the Android saga is my favorite somehow. But um, yeah, I mean, Vegeta continually being shocked by Goku surpassing him and, and just playing, just showing him up. Uh, that, I mean, that's pretty, pretty big stuff. That's uh, pretty important to the series. Yeah. But like, that episode where Vegeta details to Goku what happened to the Saiyan race and what made Vegeta a bad guy. Like, oh yeah, that was a good episode. Yeah. So you'd the put big it, like, reveal. You'd put it in your top ten? Or... Yeah, yeah, I would. The big uh, reveal so... that Frieza destroyed the planet. So that was the first time in... In the series that anyone knew about that. No, we had, no. we had known because it's the first shit. time Goku Frieza had mentioned it. Earlier. Well, Frieza had mentioned it, but I think the Ginyu Force had mentioned it early on, but we didn't see a flashback. Right. Yeah. Right. And then you see Goku's dad getting killed as well. Yeah, they did a Frieza. TV. So, so as we when we were kids, it was like um, they they started Saiyan Saga, they went through the end of Frieza Saga, and then they started over. And then did it again all the way through the end of Majin Buu Saga, which is the end of DBC. So we saw all the way to the end where the the Namekians get wished back and go back to their planet. And it's like, everybody lived happily ever after. Until. And then it started <laughs> over. So we got to see it twice like before in, we in saw the progression. Syndication or like legit, like the storyline repeated? Repeated. Completely. So it was new episodes, but it was repeating the cycle. No, it was the same episode. Okay, so they over. so it was syndication. So yeah. it went into syndication before they started making new episodes yeah, later. Sorry, I never heard that episode that word before. Syndication means like after something's already aired, you know, live the first time, then it continues to play on TV stations or whatever, like back in the day. So it would go into syndication. Like um, all I know is every typically day at five p.m. it played. Yeah, and it played through to the end of the Namekian saga right there when Frieza dies and then it started all the way back over with Raditz and then played through all the way then to uh-huh. Majin Buu so we didn't see Vegeta go Super Saiyan until we were so invested as kids so oh yeah I get it yeah. we didn't think anybody could go Super Saiyan so when Trunks shows up it's like there's another fucking Super Saiyan what yeah. the fuck I remember that you know so like it was it was a a complete I mean the way they did it was yeah, I mean, very well done. And then Broly. Yeah, they came out with a Broly movie right yeah. as right after that happened. So, not that's not canon anymore, or or maybe it never was, but <laughs> still, it was shocking. Yeah. There's another Super Saiyan. Yeah. So the um, going back to episode eighty six. So there was the 
they but the second time they ran through the series, they stopped right before that and they released something called the TV special. Right. Are you talking about Bardock? Yeah. Yeah. So the second time they played it through, we understood what's going on, who this guy is. Because the first time they played it through, it's like, oh, this guy looks like Goku's getting killed by a big bomb. You know, we don't really know what it is. But the second time they played it through, we saw the TV special. There was like three episodes or whatever um, of Bardock and his life and Goku and how he got to Earth as a child. So... It it was so much more meaningful because we already we know how the story ends, but now they're adding more details. So as a kid, you're like, oh, you get to peek behind the curtain, and there as is actually a wizard there. It's not just some dude in a jumpsuit, you know. Oh yeah, it's kind of like to put in a Star Wars reference here when they did the Rogue One movie. Mm-hmm. You you got yeah. so much backstory to just that one little line that like many lives were lost yes. in getting these plans. Yes, you exactly. Know? And it's like they make a whole movie out of that. Yes. Basically. So like so. you saw. You saw when we watched episode 86, you saw Bardock and you saw what happened. But mm. that's all we saw. It doesn't mm. mention his name. It doesn't mention anything about uh, him. Yeah, yeah. So like when you watch through the second time, you're so emotionally invested in all these characters. Like Krillin's voice changes. You realize that. Like a bunch of things. His voice actor changed. Oh, I was um, going to say, he, he grew a little older, you know, deepened. Yeah. Through, through his version of puberty. It's not quite as nasally <laughs> as he progressed. But like... I think the only I don't does he say anything in that episode? I remember uh, him going uh, like, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. yeah. No, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> a lot of facial expressions, yeah. but Krillin's yeah. got some interesting shoes. Anyway, <laughs> so Piccolo does talk a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he talks a little bit, but not much. I'd like to argue that Piccolo's had a little bit of character development. Well, yeah, and, I mean, but they didn't I don't know if you can, it very I don't know if you much. consider this canon or not, but the the movie you and I watched, yeah. like, Piccolo featured it actually quite significantly in that movie. You mean Gohan's dad? Gohan's dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, you put it that way. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he's actually very prominent. Uh, might be fair to say he's the main character of that movie, like Piccolo, definitely on the on the good side, mm-hmm. like. Um, but yeah, but that's like jumping forward. 20 years yeah I co- so there's a when they came out with Dragon Ball Super I didn't know how to get to it because I wasn't savvy enough to understand all the back channels of watching stuff online for free um, like Kiss Anime but now like um, so I would just watch the the reviews of people telling what was happening in Dragon Ball Super and there's this YouTuber I can't remember his name this was 2017, 2018, something like that, who was telling the story of, of Dragon Ball Super and Piccolo was, was Gohan's daddy. That's how he called it. <laughs> so yeah, Gohan and his daddy, they fought these other dudes and this and Gohan's daddy was doing this and Gohan's daddy was doing that. You know, it was just like, it's so funny, like, because, you know. Is he kind of like a, does he raise Gohan almost more than Goku does or is more involved in his life? Yes. Uh, so he's the father figure, but not necessarily the biological. I mean, uh, so like, or... just let's just go through Gohan's life. <laughs> All right. Gohan has his dad for the first five years. Uh-huh. Then his dad dies for a year, is in heaven, right? During that year, Gohan trains with Piccolo, mm-hmm. right? So from five to six years old, he's Piccolo's bitch, right? And Piccolo beats the shit out of him until Gohan emerges a warrior, right? Then... Goku shows up for 20 minutes, 
and thrashes Vegeta, then gets thrashed back by Vegeta, and Goku goes to the hospital. And then Gohan and Krillin go to Namek with Bulma, a six-year-old, and Goku's best friend is probably like 23 at the time, maybe 25. They go to Namek, and Goku's in the hospital. Then while Gohan's on Namek, he gets a shit beat out and gets his neck broke by Raccoon, which is, in my opinion, still the most brutal scene in Dragon Ball Z history. Um, and then Goku shows up just in time to wreck the Ginyu Force and then switch bodies to Captain Ginyu, get his body wrecked by Vegeta, then switches back and gets his regular body back, then goes in the healing tank. Gohan's now got nobody but Piccolo. So he wishes Piccolo back to life, then wishes Piccolo to come to Namek, and now it's Gohan and Piccolo and Krillin and Vegeta versus Frieza. So they fight for a while, like 20 episodes, which is probably like five minutes in real life. And, <laughs> you know, as Frieza's killing Vegeta, Goku shows up again. Goku fights Frieza, right? Then in the middle of the fight, huh. the Namekian Dragon Balls, they, they wish all, everybody but Goku and Frieza back to Earth. So Gohan's there with Piccolo. Goku... After fighting Frieza, beats him, and then tra- and then travels the universe, learning new fighting techniques for an entire three years or something like that. I can't remember. During that time, the only person ha- who Gohan has is Piccolo, <laughs> right? So, go- you know, then when Goku finally shows back up, um, so Piccolo is Gohan's Alfred, almost. Yes, so with the exception of of. The Waynes are not dead. Yeah. So Although then, Goku's sort of dead and then comes back. Except and then Alfred. Sort of dead and then comes well, back. Well, the story's not done. <laughs> Gohan's only like 12 years old at this point. And then he spends uh, a year or two training with Goku for the androids and Piccolo. His daddy and his other daddy. And then the, the androids come. Then, Pic- then Goku gets his heart disease and is locked up for a while. While Gohan and Piccolo go off to save the day. Right? Then... Uh, go- then he spends a year in the hyperbolic time tra- tra- chamber with Goku. Then Goku dies. And for eight years, all he has is Piccolo. Don't forget, somewhere at that point, he somehow got Chi-Chi pregnant again. <laughs> and this is a child that's never even met Goku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how Goten doesn't have daddy issues. I mean, we should break down the see, psychology. See, Gohan had two daddies. Goten yeah. didn't have a single daddy. <laughs> <laughs> No I thought daddy Go- for you. I thought Goku was a terrible husband. I didn't. Now when you put it this way, he's a terrible dad too. <laughs> he's the ultimate absent absentee poster dad. Yeah. Then you go into Super, and the only time Goku shows any interest in Gohan is when he shows up, whoop his ass, and say, "I need you to train for this tournament." Well, in fairness to Goku, for quite a bit of that time, he was dead. So it's yeah. hard to be a dad and a husband. Well, they tried to wish him back, and Goku. <laughs> so, so that's the crazy thing is is they use the making Dragon Balls to wish him to Earth. And he's like, Nah, I don't want to come back yet. I'm gonna travel and train. <laughs> how, how do you say no to the dragon, though? <laughs> then, then he did it again later. So, like after he dies to sell, they try to wish him back, and he's like, Nah, I'm gonna stay in the afterlife and train. <laughs> that sounds like some unrighteous shit to me. Like, yeah, but like. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You're so right. he's not. He's not. He had some other unrighteousness before. Was this prior to episode two twenty nine? Yes, prior. Okay, yeah. so then he hasn't been squeaky clean. Well, like the funniest thing, the most debatable thing in the Dragon Ball community is they have these little sensu beans mm-hmm. where if you eat oh, them, yeah. they restore your vitality, your strength, and your health. Right? Oh, yeah, like a video game. Like, yeah. Eat the bean. Yeah, I have four hearts. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Yeah. So. Um, Four hearts restored. So in the cell games, 
Uh, Goku fights Cell first, right? Beats him up a little bit. Goku beats up, gets beat up a little bit. At the end of it, Goku's like, cool, I'm not the one to beat you, Cell, but I know who will. It's my son, Gohan. Here, Cell, have a sensu bean to heal up, because Gohan's going to whoop your ass. <laughs> so he throws Cell a sensu bean, and Cell's like, uh, sure, you can restore me to full strength, and I'll kick your son's ass with that strength. Cool. <laughs> And he does. He beats the shit out of him. It's crazy. I mean, it's almost child abuse. And Goku doesn't take a sensu bean, so he's just sitting there like... <laughs> yeah, he reminds me... So at my bachelor party, this is what... It reminds me of... Reminds me of Richard sitting at that... Uh, we went to this place with a beer garden. First time we'd a ever... A beer been, garden. We'd ever okay. been to a beer garden. And it's where you take like a... You get a... Like sort of a debit card, but it's not really... Oh, you're talking about the one with the beer wall? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... You go and you just scan your card and you can just pour your own beer. Mm-hmm. You pay per ounce, basically. I've never seen a more happy Richard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> How does this relate to Goku giving the enemy a sensu Because that's the way Goku's face looked when, when he's watching his son get his ass kicked. Damn. He's just so proud. And Richard, in my bachelor party, he's just like... But yeah, my eyes did light up. I was like, a beer wall? Yeah. So like, Richard tried every single one of the beers. All no, the way I didn't. No, I didn't. Joke's on Goku. Uh, Go, Go, Gohan just doesn't have the warrior spirit that he does. Yeah, exactly. And Cell beats the shit out of him until Gohan finally transforms. But and By the way, there is a place in Winston-Salem that has a beer wall. Yeah. That has two beer walls. Roar. Roar. I think we're going to go there Saturday night. Nice. So nice. For my birthday. Yeah, this see. First story has a beer wall, and the second story also has a beer wall. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, hopefully it's fun. I haven't been there yet. It seems very, from what I've understood, it seems very commercialized. That's fair. That's fair. But, you know, it's got like, like, I have not played the games up on the second floor yet. I just go there to hang hang out with a group that I meet with. So I've not yet played, like, they have like miniature bowling. They have a simulator. They can do like, I don't know, dozens of different games, like golf being one, but there's a bunch of other things that it can do. So they have a virtual reality, like simulator and stuff like I haven't tried any of those yet. So, but is it is it loud? No, it's not that. At least, although I normally go on a Wednesday night, so it's hard to say. I That's the thing I don't like about a lot of you know in Winston Salem bar owners. If you're fucking listening, I love your atmosphere. I love your vibe until you bring in these loud ass fucking metal bands that just scream <laughs> at the top of their fucking lungs at 11 p.m. when I'm trying to have date nights with my wife. I mean, I'm telling you, if there's any bar out there that has comfortable seating and decent ambiance and really good <laughs> drinks that doesn't scream at the top of your fucking lungs over your speakers, we'd love to visit you. So you're just trying to get some food, and some guy comes up and he's like, Gah! Yeah, it goes full Dragon Scream, Ball Z in my ear. <laughs> Bring uh, this back. Yeah, this episode is going to be explicit. Yes. <laughs> We have some that are legitimately clean, and this one's not. Are you going to share this one with your pastor? <laughs> I you gonna, Jason can listen to it if he wants to. Oh, you go to North Point. Before. That's awesome. Jason lives right around the corner. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not far from here. Me and him get breakfast occasionally. Cool, cool. Tell him I said hi. So, tell him. Much. I apologize for all of this. <laughs> Sorry, Jason. We didn't mean to bring you into an explicit episode. Uh, we won't reveal your full name here. <laughs> uh, well, as long as we run, bring it up, brought it up, you know, 
Richard's worried about people not listening. I'm worried about people listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we need more listeners. And Will's like, but only certain types. <laughs> uh, don't want to make Will blush. Yep. Captain Zach, America told Zach me to watch my language now. <laughs> language. Oh, is anyone going to address the fact they just said America. So I've got a question for you, Zach. All right. Oh, now, shirt, by the way, Will. Sorry. Side note. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you can see it on the video or not, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Justice League shirt there. Yeah. Or at least part of the Justice League. Anyway, ask your question. So I just wanted to get you your thoughts. Fruit, fruit beer or another cream soda? No. No, I've, I've had my limit and to be cut off. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I just wanted your thoughts on this. I have watched Dragon Ball GT. It's not just to put it, get this out of the way. It's of course it's not canon. This is Dragon Ball Gran Turismo. What sure, let's go with that. <laughs> what does the GT stand for? Just so curious. Grand Tour. Oh, okay. Back when they close. thought it, close to Gran Turismo, then. Yeah, back, true. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. Zach, Zach heard GT. No, Zach's enough. walking away. So. G, Zach's like, I'm not going to be here for this. <laughs> I'm not going to be here to answer this question. No, he's got to get some liquor before he answers this question. <laughs> uh, what is that? You can ask. Is that wine? Oh, it's wine. Never mind. So, um, my question to you is, with all of this uh, character evolution for Vegeta, how, have you seen it? And if you haven't, I'll explain it just now. There is an episode of GT. How do you feel about this? Uh, I had some feelings about this. That in GT, they do have a flashback to that episode, Vegeta's Pride. Um, and Vegeta pretty much explains that... And, and this happens after... Darn it. This happens after the... Uh, I can't remember the character's name, but this the arc where that... Mind control or baby? Yeah, the baby arc. The baby saga. Which, which I have problems with that because it's like... When he got possessed <laughs> by... Sorry, I just love that Dragon Ball has a baby saga. Hmm. Sorry. Side note. I yeah. can distract you. <laughs> I'm making his preamble even longer. Well, Vegeta <laughs> has too much pride to be controlled by baby and taken over like that. Uh, oh, damn, when babies come into your life, I tell you, they do control it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then later, he has uh, a character uh, evolution, character growth episode, which is kind of... It's a $50 bottle of wine. <laughs> Which is contrary to what we've seen in Dragon Ball Z, where he pretty much admits that during the Majin Buu arc that he looked up at Goku after Goku beat him that last time after he exploded and he had the halo. He says, in, supposedly in GT, that in that moment he looked up to Goku and said, he is the king, he's the champion. And he basically let, lets go of his pride and that's where we find that that's who Vegeta is in GT. He doesn't have pride anymore. And I have issues with this. I have issues because that's not the Vegeta I know. So you're gonna be very disappointed when you finish Kekarot then. So who's your favorite character? And probably Goku. Yeah. So at the end of Kakarot, they include that speech in The GT speech? Yeah, in when Goku is is finishing Boo when he's summoning up the energy from the spirit bomb. So you played this game? Yeah, I have. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. So 
it's very so uh, when I got COVID in 2020 I bought it and played it um, so um, it's, I mean, it's a good game whatever but like you know they try to make an RPG yeah you know Dragon Ball game which is kind of hard to do because it's still a very linear storyline but side missions are okay but the um, at the end of Kakarot he delivers that speech and I always thought of it as not not him admitting defeat but just the next evolution in his character arc because it seems when you get to Super he's speaking the same way he's saying you know I'm not going to let Goku get stronger than me but it's yeah. not a focus to the point that's driving him to the dark side true so true. like did, did you see the you saw the new Broly movie right no I haven't I haven't seen the new one yet Okay, so it starts off with Vegeta and Goku training um, with Whis, and um, they 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 take a pause and um, no yeah, and they take a pause and, and then Vegeta's like, we got to train harder, motherfucker, because you just let Frieza loose. Frieza's not stopping. Frieza's not a good guy. Goku's like, oh, it's fine. We've already beat oh, him several fine. times. You know, well, he's a okay. bud. We have drinks on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> His family comes over every Thursday. You know, we have life group together. You know. Old purple head. Yeah. But now he's gold head. Now he's gold head. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but gold like, head. I don't know how much trouble I'm getting for this, but in the manga, now he's blackhead. <laughs> <laughs> he has a blackhead. Manga. Yeah. So he turns his, black Frieza in the end. His head is a giant blackhead. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so... <laughs> No, he, uh, um, so the the Frost Demon race, just like the Saiyans, transform. Ah, okay. So they... Is that they what also, he is? Oh, the also, Frost Demon? Yeah. So oh, like, okay. him and his dad are Frost they Demons. They also with monkey tails? No, they have their big tails. They have I mean, muscular they, tails. They have the muscular tails, yeah. yeah. Obviously he does when he's older. Yeah. However that works. <laughs> no, I commented on, like, we saw the intro to episode 86, and Gohan had a monkey tail, and I was like, does that come from, like, the Japanese idea, like, the monkey king? Yes. You know, does it? Okay. Yeah, we what talked about this say? last episode. Yeah. yeah last time we talked. You mentioned that, yeah. yeah. Actually, Will mentioned it. You Will mentioned it. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, had this whole yeah. thing I wanted to say, and it just was completely beside the point. <laughs> Mike was time. going in, 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 out, out. Yeah, I was going to give this whole history of the creation of Dragon Ball, and it was just like, Zach was like, that's not why we're here. <laughs> so, we're to fight. No. So, I in Dragon Ball GT, you have a Vegeta who's enslaved to the idea of whether or not he should have a mustache. Yes. So, like, the fact or that he... Or enslaved to his daughter's opinion, but... Yes. And the fact that you have a Goku who's been wished to younger health and is now traveling the universe with, with Vegeta's son, Trunks, and Goku's granddaughter, Pan. I could have stomached that more if they had turned him back into an adult. <laughs> they, they do. Like, no, they don't. I can't remember if they do or not. But he, he grows into an adult after he ascends to godhood or whatever happens. Super Saiyan 4, which in my opinion is the best transformation. I think it's that really, is really cool. cool. Yeah, it is. That's like, true. He gets like the red fur all over his skin, like the black hair goes all the way long, like Super Saiyan 3. Yeah, then the eyes have the red in them. Yeah, anyway. But I think it's that like death murderous tone to his voice. It gets real deep, you know, and everything he says, like breathing threats. It's like, this is good. 
it's not like that Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Blue bullshit that they're all happy all the time. He's like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, he sounds like Johnny Cash right. singing The Man Comes Around. <laughs> you know? So, a ring of fire. No, that's about love. No. Talk about The Man Comes Around. <laughs> There's a man going around taking names. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I'll have to go listen to that after this episode. Mm. Johnny Cash is the best. One day we should do a history on Johnny Cash. Yeah, I yeah, did not know my, you were into Johnny Cash. Yeah, that's my dude. When we when we finish, I'll show you the poster in my my my, uh, my garage. Um, if we have a son, his middle name is gonna be Cash. You know, after Johnny wow. Cash. Yeah. Hey, cool. another reason why we do these things. I get to learn new things about my friends. Yeah. And so does the internet. Yeah, exactly. You guys get to learn it with me. Yeah. So, so, so Zach Williams loves Johnny Cash. I do. I do. Huge nice. fan. Uh, the first. Uh, Eminem was probably the first musician I ever like decided to study and understand like why he did what he did and why his lyrics meant what they meant and then Johnny Cash so. nice okay I knew you liked country music in general but Cash cool old 70s outlaw country music which Johnny yeah. Cash introduced me to okay. Willie Nelson the Waylon Jennings mm-hmm. you know even older like the Patsy Clines like yeah good stuff anyway moving on my sister-in-law also loves 70s outlaw country music. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, she'll never listen to this episode, but you know, <laughs> Katie, if you do, I yeah. got you, fam. Oh, <laughs> uh, I walk the night. So, um, yeah, so like the Vegeta in GT is very different. At that point, he's he sees himself as a protector to his family. He doesn't see himself as trying to keep up with Goku. That's why he doesn't mind. Yeah. When Bulma uses, you know, you see like at the end of the series where Bulma uses technology to transform into Super Saiyan 4. Right. Then then he tells Goku, if we attack now, we're both going to die when they fight evil Shenron. So he says, we need a fuse so we have a chance to beat him. So Vegeta's like, it's, it's not that he's lost his pride. It's that he's evolved. He's a grandpa now. He's not, he's like, I'm the patriarch. I'm not, it's not about me anymore. You know, which is, I think... The evolution of all all men eventually, right? I mean, unless you're still like 17 years old, you know, living in a 28 year old body, looking at porn, and you know, doing all that you do, refusing to get married, and being a loser. And you know, walking one mile. And <laughs> if you're not bettering yourself, you're a loser. But Vegeta had bettered himself. He he'd reached a place where he could hang his hat on his life and say, "I'm proud of what I've done." I, I thought it was a fitting conclusion. I did not like the mustache episode. No. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to be like Mr. Satan and grow oh a mustache. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, well, we, we, just watched, we just watched an episode yeah. with Mr. Satan in it. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Actually, he's pretty prominent in episode 229. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, in GT, he's bald. In, in fairness, though, it's not just a mustache. So it's like, I don't even know what you call that. It's like, the handlebar wraps um, down Manchu? and like is it a Fu Manchu? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know either. Look it up. I can't remember. <laughs> Fu, Fu Man handlebar too. Mr. So. Satan who's not intimidating at all except for his pecs. He does have intimidating pecs. Well I mean he is apart from the, the Z fighters he is the strongest human on earth. Okay so he is actually powerful at least I mean he will as, as, as earth goes. If Mr. Satan walked in here he'd beat the shit out of the three of us I'll tell you that. <laughs> But, you know. But, like, he's not a superhero. He can't do anything against the same. Do what? 
Well, the Z fighters are basically be like martial Mike, artist superheroes. The... Yeah. Mr. Satan isn't a superhero. He's just... If it wasn't for Gomcha and Krillin, he'd be the strongest human. Is he like Bruce Lee? Or Tien, you know what I mean. Or Bruce Lee want, wants to be a superhero. You know, he wanted to be one. And he um, like would fight I'd say people. he's more... I mean, let's see. I guess Bruce Lee, but... A little like, more arrogant than Bruce Lee, maybe. Oh, yeah. Though Bruce... You know, Bruce Lee I, was pretty arrogant, but... Yeah, but, I agree. I agree. Whatever. There's a lot of, like... Bruce Lee worship out there, which he was a great guy, don't get me wrong, but he was pretty arrogant. You know, get in front of these crowds and be like, I can beat anybody with my Wing Chun style, modified Wing Chun, be like water, and I'm going to drown myself by not drinking enough water with salt in it. And then Harrison Ford, or Indiana Jones, just pulls out a gun and shoots (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Indiana Jones reference, which there's another one coming out, apparently. Don't know if Harrison Ford's going to be in it, Um, but yeah. It won't be Shia LaBeouf. Nope. No, probably not. He's been disgraced by Hollywood. Has he? Don't touch a woman unless you're a director. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. I wondered what happened to him. He disappeared. He, he got accused of like hitting a girl or something. Uh, he's married now. Apparently, he's like living a healthy life. Just so hitting a girl. I thought you meant hitting on a girl. No, he hit, hit a girl. Okay. I don't know too much about it. He was accused. I don't know. Yeah, I'm talking out of t- out of turn here. Excuse me. Don't yeah. don't comment bomb me. Yeah, then I, I have not heard anything about that, so I can't comment to the validity of internet rumors. Back to Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. So it's a safe area. I, um, I'll conclude my yeah, I thoughts. Say, we should probably wrap up here soon, because it's getting late. Um, I was going to ask before, like, maybe after you conclude your thoughts, you can share, like, but, Zach, would you say, and Will, you can comment as well, um, would you say that Vegeta is your favorite character? Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah. And um, what about you, Will? He's my second favorite character. Uh, it's hard to imagine Dragon Ball without Vegeta, the original Dragon Ball. He really does make it. Um, he wasn't in the original Dragon Ball. No, I just, I mean, he makes Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He wasn't in the original Dragon Ball. It's hard to see this series without Vegeta. I want to. I want to pause. Actually, I want to take it back. My favorite character actually is Piccolo. Okay. So, and Piccolo is pretty cool. And the little bit I've seen of him, like yeah. I, I liked him. So he was another bad guy who like I had to become good, you know. And it was one of those situations, very similar to Vegeta's, where the situation was like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So he kind of started hanging out with the good guys, and they rubbed off on him. But Vegeta or excuse me, Piccolo, was gruff and never lost that hard life. But he didn't punish himself in isolation. He chose to enjoy isolation. He, he came to respect himself. I don't know. I would say halfway through the Android saga, you see a Piccolo who understands his own self-worth. And that is something that I appreciate. Then he's able to be there for Gohan to never once hold the fact that he was there for Gohan over Goku, his former rival's shoulder. He never once like held it up and said, I'm better than anyone. He just was humbly doing what he could. And um, in GT, one of the most touching times for me is when, when, now again, I don't know how you feel about GT. I liked it. 
It was, I mean, anytime they continue these characters, I'm going to divulge myself into it. I liked it after we got back to Earth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the dancing Ginyu Force was weird, but the... Uh, it's better than the catfish, yeah. the monster. And... But Piccolo, <laughs> he... starting to sound like 60s Star Trek. I can't remember. I can't exactly <laughs> remember what happened, but Earth is being destroyed, so Goku is taking everyone off, as, as many as he can, to a spaceship to get them off Earth with instant transmission. And then he finally gets to Piccolo, and Piccolo's the last one. And, you know, and Goku brings Gohan with him and says, and Piccolo and Gohan say goodbye. And Piccolo's like, I'm not leaving Earth. I, like, Kami was, its, was its, its guardian first, and Kami's a part of me, and I feel responsible. And it's, again, a man who understands his, his value, his identity, his self-worth, and he's saying, I'm... I, I understand why everyone's leaving, and I respect that, and I'm cool with it, and I think you should. But here I am. I just want to go down with the ship. Captain the Titanic style. You know, put me down, you know, lay me on a bed of roses kind of thing. You know, he, uh, you know, <coughs> there's a lot to respect there. And the, the moments he's had with Gohan and the moments he's had with various characters throughout the show, uh, even Piccolo, or excuse me, even Vegeta, when they've come to respect each other. Um, but Vegeta again he it's easier to like Vegeta because he's stronger than Piccolo you know so like he's more valuable in a fight which is why we're watching the show because they fucking fight <laughs> <laughs> but like Piccolo is just like the silent guardian type who's like you know keeps the team together when when like you know, when, when when a big fight breaks out, like I think about the movie um, Bojack's Un Bojack Unbound, you know, and Vegeta's not there yet, and Trunks is kind of like having his own little identity crisis, and the, and the, this team shows up. Piccolo's the one that kind of points everybody in the right direction, you know, and holds everybody together when they're struggling. You know, it's a good it's a good like fatherly figure, not just for Gohan, but for everyone. And, like, I feel like th that is what, personally, as a kid growing up, I didn't have a piccolo, you know, with what happened with my dad. And then, like, you know, I, I was hoping, and, you know, the Lord's given me several different piccolos in my life since then. But that's why I respect that character so much, you know. And, like, yeah. So, anyway, piccolo is probably my favorite character. Second, or if second, it would be to Vegeta. Um then, probably Krillin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you will. What, what would your top three be? Well, I definitely like Goku. When I was a kid in the 90s, I really liked Piccolo and Krillin. Uh, well, yeah, Vegeta. I really like Vegeta, too. I mean, it's all the same as his. These characters, um, I imagine that a lot of people feel the same way about these four characters, really. Makes sense. I mean, and obviously they're they're also kind of the main featured characters too, right? They're mm -hmm. The protagonists, more or less. Of well, the, I got the series. I do have a question. Uh, who's your favorite female character? Well, it's not Chi Chi. <laughs> um, it's not Videl. Honestly, the I have two fe favorite female characters. 
Uh, and that's Bulma and Android 18. But the top would be Bulma. I mean, she is the main female character, to be honest. Um, Android 18 is just attractive. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that would be an interesting okay. conversation with the topic. Is like, how are grown men attracted to cartoon characters? <laughs> yeah. I find that very fascinating. And like, it's probably because like grown men are drawing them and Maybe. trying to make them uh, as, uh, as sensuous as possible. My favorite, my favorite female character is Chi-Chi. I love Chi-Chi. I just love strong, independent women. I mean, <laughs> babe, I hope you can hear me out there. I just love <laughs> married, That's why he married one. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> dang it, I was going to say something. My wife still calls my club. job my hobby. <laughs> well, wel- welcome to uh, career hobbies. Hobby careers. <laughs> I, um, yeah, Chi-Chi is definitely my favorite uh, female character. She's strong. She's independent. She doesn't. I mean, she complains, but she picks up her shit and moves on with a with a power that she didn't have before. You know, I mean, look. I mean, she turned Gohan into an amazing man by herself, basically. Her and Piccolo. And then again, you mentioned Goten. Yeah. You know, in Dragon Ball GT, Goten's kind of a lazy slump, like teenager, but like he's still there. He's still involved. You know, he's not off like. You know, I mean, he can he can literally go take whatever he wants, and there's like seven people on the planet that could stop him. You know, and he doesn't. So like, they're saying something for that. You know, so Chi-Chi did the best she could with what she had, and I love Chi-Chi. And maybe it's because of like, that's not a cartoon character. <laughs> All right. All right. So we're I liked her too. Picking back up with a second recording to to finish up here. So, so non Dragon Ball Z related. Fictional character, female. Who was your childhood crush? Oh, mine. Mm-hmm. Oh, hmm. let me think. Oh yeah, Catwoman from Batman the Animated Series. Really? She was hot. Yeah. Having a hard time. April from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles would probably be second. That's true. Yeah, as a, as a kid, like if we're saying like twelve and under, then yeah, definitely those two characters. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, Catwoman was tops because yeah. In my opinion, she's still the best cat woman. All right, all right. It's so 12 and under? All right. When I, when I was like that age range, yeah. The pink Power Ranger. I don't remember her name. <laughs> she was the bee's knees. No. <laughs> but like, I didn't tell my friends this. But didn't tell your friends you were watching Power Rangers either, did you? No, no, no. They no. watched a little bit. <laughs> but the yellow Power Ranger had more sway over my boyhood and a manhood journey. Okay. <laughs> I didn't watch Power Rangers much, so I don't know how to comment. Did you? Uh, did you, did you I watched Power Rangers. Did you? Yeah. I, I remember well, that's the Asian one. The Asian one. Trina or Trini? I can't remember what it was. Now it was like eight years now, ago. Now live, now, live action, if we're going to ask live action. Which is uh, a fictional character. So, oh, that's true. Um, I really liked... Okay, so... I watched a lot of PBS as a kid. Did you guys ever watch Wishbone? Yes. Do you know the blonde girl, Sam? Yes. She is hot. She's still hot, honestly. I um, never noticed. <laughs> oh, yeah. And she was about the same age as me, too, like the actress was. So it was like, yep. 
Yeah, so live action. I think it was like, yeah. So I was watching, my sisters would watch all the time, but I would watch it too. And, and yeah, like those, the main characters were the same age I was at the time. Like the actual actors and the characters. So I always liked her. Yeah. I guess it was hard for me because I remember first, I, I feel like I was supposed to be attracted to the Pink Ranger, but the yellow one just was there. It was it. And then the next one I remember, it's hard, man. It's hard. I guess like animated character, uh, probably Riku from Final Fantasy X. Um, but even then, that was very short-lived. Oh, yeah. Now, not in terms of, like, attraction necessarily, but more of, like, just a cool female character. Gadget from Rescue Rangers. I don't know if you guys have oh, watched... Oh, good. Okay, that's probably a little before your time, but, like... Oh, the first thing that popped in my head was uh, Inspector Gadget. Oh, I'm no. so confused. Is it Gadget? Is it, <laughs> it might be Gidget. Gidget? Probably getting it wrong. Anyway, the female, the female character yeah. from... I like Rescue Gadget, she's just, a, she's just a cool character. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I I still I can still let the theme song play in my head. I remember the Yellow Ranger, what she looks like now. And that's the only one that I can picture in my head until Jennifer Love Hewitt. Ah. Uh, party of party of five day or post? I don't remember the movie, but there's a movie uh, the title, but there's a movie where her and her mom um manipulate dudes and the mom getting married and then she plays like sexual, you know, sexy secretary, and then like the mom catches them cheating, and then mom breaks up and takes half his fortune. Some kind of like. I know, still know what you did last summer. No. <laughs> it's some kind of like a con, police detective type movie. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, I think I think I might know. But I'm getting vague recollections of a trailer. At some point, though, <laughs> like I don't think I ever saw the film, but I think I, I think I might know what you're talking about. I have no idea, and if I watched it, Dad probably be like, Ugh. But <laughs> for some reason, as a kid, like Jennifer Love Hewitt, she's pretty. No, I don't know yeah. why. I mean, I look at pictures now, and I'm like, I don't understand, but maybe that was just, you know, my first love. <laughs> uh, my first love is still Velma Dinkley. <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> Zelma. That was pretty I just cool. like short, dark-haired girls with glasses. <laughs> hey, okay. he married one. So. Yep. <laughs> but then I liked uh, Gadget from Rescue Rangers. I liked uh, Tom Girls. Yeah, yeah. She was yeah. she was a bit of a Tom Girl. She was, but she was brilliant as well, like a, an inventor, that kind of thing. So like she was very intelligent and. Um, Obviously, she was a mouse, so it's not, you don't have necessarily the, the attractiveness scale necessarily so, with like. Well, she has the plot. She's not just there as like eye candy. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. so are the other. Well, I mean, Teenage Mutant Turtles is kind of shallow all the way around, so it's hard to say. But April was also like. I mean, the way they drew her was a bit like, okay, eye candy ish. But she was also a reporter and was there with them in the danger a lot of times, like right in the middle of it. So she wasn't like an inconsequential character. Same with obviously Catwoman. She was definitely, you know, Batman's equal in a lot of ways. Michelle and Pfeiffer, very intelligent. Though, I'll tell you what, that outfit she wore. I remember. I thought you were about to. I didn't meow. see. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I did not see either film when they came out. But 
but yeah, I remember, I mean, obviously it was advertised everywhere and like, you know, Happy Meals and toys and commercials and everything. But I remember getting, I think I getting a book from the library about Batman Returns or something and just seeing the pictures in that. But I never actually saw the film as a kid. I think I had some of the toys, but never saw it. My parents wouldn't have let me because I was like eight or nine and it's like PG-13 and yeah. Old Tim Burton, man. He pushed the boundaries on that one. Yeah. I watched it as an adult you know, in my 20s and didn't like it that much, to be honest with you. It's not great. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> neither is, what, the, first, neither is the first Tim Burton movie, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, now, Tim granted, Burton like, climaxed his entire career with Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> uh, well, Edward Scissorhands Edward Scissorhands bad. Well, oh, that was before Nightmare Before Christmas. So. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that might be a fair point. Though, nah, nah, Nightmare Before Christmas was better. But the, it, but oh, yeah, but it, it, came after, seen the it came after Have you guys seen Wednesday on Netflix yet? Mm. No, no. He, he's doing that, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he, he directed that. Is very, it? very uh, amazing, very amazing series. Cool. Okay. Like, cool. highly recommend Wednesday. It About towards the end, it starts getting a little too commercialized, I guess. I don't know what else, what other adjective used to describe it. Let's see. It, it becomes too predictable. They start checking up all the Adam's Family boxes towards the end. The what? Oh, the Adam's Family boxes. Oh, so... I'm asking of, if that's what you mean. No, it just becomes predictable plot-wise. Oh, well, like, okay. okay. You know, it's a typical, like, 13 Reasons Why, the typical teen drama, like, oh, the guy I love is actually a bad guy. Oh, you know, when the beginning, right. like, Wednesday doesn't love. Why are we have this? You look pissed. I'm at, That's what I felt. When I watched it. <laughs> Will, I gotta get you a drink in your hand eventually, man. A real drink. Like this glass of wine. <laughs> then you will be a real man. And you'll grow five more chest hairs. I'll grow five more chest hairs. I didn't say for the video. That count? <laughs> for those of you not watching, Will is shirtless right now. Just kidding. <laughs> YouTube it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, this will be coming out on, on YouTube next Tuesday. Well, not next Tuesday. The Tuesday after it releases, which will be the 24th. You guys ever trying to rip a shirt off? I have not. It's not easy. Imagine not. Imagine not. <laughs> you like, should try it. Like That would be a good promo for like... Yeah, it'd be a good promo for the show. Was like, you guys should like... That should be the opening of like... The show is you guys trying to rip your shirt. Yeah. We got Superman underneath, but it's like only a little bit of it's coming out. It's like... Yeah. That might work, actually. Well, Zach, thanks for having us over. Thanks for joining us again. Love you guys. And uh, likewise... I love you too, Zach. I love you, man. Men. I said a lot, man. Yeah. Dudes do not hear that enough. That's very Especially true. from other dudes. It's very true. Tell your brothers you love them. Brothers before hoes. <laughs> it's bros before hoes, not brothers before hoes. <laughs> it just doesn't rhyme, Richard. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, until next time, good friends. Nerds out. Nerd out. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of the Irreverent Nerds Podcast. And a special thank you to my good friend, Zach Williams, at Zach Attack the Snack on IG. Check him out there. For coming on to talk once again about Dragon Ball Z. 
So, in the meantime, as you're waiting for our next episode to drop, if you'd like to drop us a line, you can go to our profile page, anchor.fm forward slash irreverent nerd, and leave us a voice message. We will include it on next week's episode. So, please do that. At right next to the message button, you will see a button that says support. So if you'd like to support us financially, you can do that for 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. We would be very grateful for any support you can give. That can help us to cover our, our marketing and equipment costs, um, guest procurement costs, things like that. So we'd be very grateful for that. Uh, we'd love to at least break even. <laughs> That's a, you know, as a hobby, you know, we're just enjoying doing this together, but it does take a little bit of money to do it. So it, it would be nice to at least break even on that. So we'd be very grateful for your support uh, if you're willing to extend that. You can also get in touch with us through social media. We are on Instagram at irreverent underscore nerds. We are on Facebook, simply The Irreverent Nerds. That's our fan page. And we are also on YouTube, which isn't technically social media, but it's adjacent. (laughs) Uh, We are on there. Just look us up, The Irreverent Nerds. You'll find us. And every Tuesday, the plan for this year is to release a video version of the previous Wednesday's audio episode. So releasing audio only on Wednesday, those are to all the podcasting platforms, but the following Tuesday to YouTube only, we will be dropping a video version of that episode. And that'll be true whether we're recording in our own studio, whether we're recording via Zoom or some other location to be determined. Uh, You'll find it there the following Tuesday. That's the plan. With rare exceptions, like if a guest doesn't give their permission for us to do that, then obviously we will honor that. But otherwise, you'll see that the following Tuesday. So, what's coming up next week? So, we are doing the movie of the month, and it is going to be an anime. And this is an interesting title, and obviously I understand this is translated. But it's called, That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime, colon, Scarlet Bond. (laughs) So, it's releasing in theaters... uh, this week coming up I think it's just a one week run if I'm not mistaken I could be wrong about that typically anime films like this don't stay in theaters long so if you're interested in going to see it and you know you don't want to be spoiled by our episode we'll try to give you a spoiler free at the beginning um, but then obviously we'll eventually get into spoiler territory Uh, this is apparently based on a television show which I have not seen yet but uh, plan to do some research on and might catch an episode or two if I'm able to find it in streaming service But that's the film we'll be talking about next week, so keep an ear out for that. Thanks, nerds. 